0: Greetings, this is Ron Aguilera, and this is episode number 46 of the Pastor's Coach Podcast. I want to thank you again for joining me. Today's podcast comes from a listener question. Here it is. I feel like I should be doing more personal reading or devotional reading, but I can't find the energy or desire. I have a four church district and ministry feels like hard work these days. It wears me down. So when I have the opportunity, I want to escape from the things connected to it. How do you handle this tension between ministry that you give your time and attention to for much of the day and the need to have energy to pursue God personally outside of your formal ministry activities? Have you felt this tension? And do you have any advice for a tired pastor? Hmm. Well, first, I hear what you're saying, and I'm sorry you are feeling such a heavy weight, a burden. I understand that. The weight of ministry can sometimes be unbearable. Two, you're not alone. Uh, Others uh, are on the same journey and have experienced similar feelings throughout their uh, time in ministry. Three, talk to someone. There is hope. We all need counselors. We all need people to journey with life, including ministry life must be done in community. So don't go at it alone. It's okay to ask for help. But to your questions, let me start here. There are typically a few, uh, a few um, major underlying reasons that discourage pastors. One is expectations. You may be feeling the pressure of unrealistic expectations, that it all hangs on you, even the second coming of Jesus, right? or at least this delay. Uh, I know I've been accused of delaying Jesus' coming for not working hard enough. Yeah, uh, hard to believe maybe, but true. Uh, As pastors, so much is expected of us. We always have to be on, we always need to be ready to lead a meeting or to bless others with our wisdom or friendliness or prayer or just to take a phone call. Uh, Today is Sunday and as I am taping this I have gotten two texts from church members who want to talk today. Now I know them and I have a pretty good idea what they want to talk about and they can wait until tomorrow but they can't seem to understand the need for boundaries like Sundays. Uh, expectations are a big reason pastors get discouraged uh, that you have to grow a church that you have to baptize more and more people that you have to manage the church or the church budget that you have to be available whenever you're called upon uh, that you have to listen and love the critical heart to love person uh, and all the while being really close to God all the time and it's not just the expectations of others that distress us it's also our own self expectations. We push ourselves to do more and to do it better. We pressure ourselves to serve others and to make them happy. We compare ourselves to other pastors and leaders and hope to attain what we think are greater heights. If you expect more of yourself and other people expect more of you, that's when you will become discouraged, even debilitated. One word, stop. The second thing that leads uh, to discouragement and challenges, criticism, criticism and expectations go together. You may feel criticized just because you haven't excelled or don't have the numbers the conference expects or that the church wants you to have as with expectations or, um, yeah, as with expectations, our, Our problem with criticism is not just with other people, but oftentimes with it, with our own selves. If you don't have strong confidence uh, and security in your worth and on your calling as a person before God and others, uh, if you feel like you have to measure up to be accepted or acceptable, or if you're trying to please people to feel good about yourself and your accomplishments, then criticism from, from others will definitely uh, uh, have a place to land in you, and that will cause it to be most discouraging. I've got one word for you. Stop. Here's a third one. Loneliness. It can be lonely being a pastor, being a leader. Uh, you're not alone. Uh, a research of over a thousand pastors found that over half of them were discouraged, but it also found that And I know that that's no surprise. And that's why it also found that over half of them are lonely, didn't have anyone to talk to, anybody they could trust. And so discouragement and loneliness often go together. Many pastors operate as lone rangers, some out of necessity, others out of personality. Uh, Some of the solo pastors uh, that I've talked to over the years Uh, end up being very different than other pastors and leaders that they know because those other pastors and leaders have relationships that they journey with in ministry. And so solo pastors are even more susceptible to discouragement. Uh, Many don't have a safe community, um, not only within their church, but outside of their church. By the way, as an aside, it's okay to build relationships with pastors of other faiths. I know maybe you are in a community or came out of a a dynamic that discouraged that. Let me quash that and say it's okay to have relationships with others from other faiths. It's amazing what you can learn and how God can bless you and that relationship. Uh, one other thing when it comes to loneliness, many do not have a spiritual mentor or maybe what I would refer to as a soul friend who listens to them with compassion, who encourages them and who helps uh, create direction for their lives. And then the fourth thing after uh, you know the expectations that are unrealistic, the criticism that we receive and the loneliness that we experience, is uh, no time for solitude. As much as we who pasture and lead for others um, uh, spend time with people, we also need um, care, our own soul care, to be cared for for personally, and and so solitude sometimes doesn't fit into that. Uh, And it might seem for some that it's the last thing you need, particularly if you're lonely or discouraged. I'll say maybe. You know, a lot of that has to do with personality and if you're an introvert versus an extrovert, that is a factor, but we also need to learn how to unhook from our relationships and responsibilities and to be alone. Uh, to be alone with Jesus, uh, to find a quiet place for an ex- for extended hours. So here's a couple of suggestions. Put your own personal Bible and reading and meditation time, your own soul feeding at the beginning of the day, when it's quiet and you have the most hopefully energy, or not at the end of the day. Now there's exceptions for that, right? Uh, often at the end of the day, you're, you might be tired, but it really depends kind of on your rhythm. Um, The point being, take the best time of the day with your best energy to feed your soul. Also, it's not just from scripture that you should be feeding your soul. Find the right book to supplement your reading and study. And it doesn't have to be a religious book, um, just a book for the season of life that you're in. Uh, Two, the the second suggestion is find a counselor. Uh, It's okay. I know many people who get professional help. This does not make you weak. Uh, Professional counselors are able to give tools that equip you to deal with the challenges you face. Three, play games. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay to play games, to to be distracted, to uh, recreate, to relax. And I have found that playing games is a good way to do that. Outdoor games, uh, but board games as well. It's up to you. I mean, if you're married, think about the things that you can do with your spouse or your children, games like Scrabble, where you can play together that, that, you know, push different levels of mental um, agility and energy, Uh, or something like that may not be your cup of tea. There are many others, Uno, Chess, Bago, Catan, and the list goes on. I mean, I could go through many, many names. I know of a pastor who has 50 different games and they help refresh him and his family When they spend a Saturday evening or an afternoon or evening playing together, games provide a pleasant, relaxing way to be in the same room and provide natural occasions for conversations uh, with those that you love. Here's another one. Number four, get get outside, go for a walk, cut the grass or just even sit and listen. Um, But the best, I think, thing to do is get some exercise, get moving. And then one more, watch out for social media intake. This can be a killer. Social media is often used by people to make their lives look better and yours by extension or as a result to look worse. This does not help. So limit your social media intake, particularly during a difficult season in your life. Pastor, I hope this helps. Uh, If you'd like some more follow up, feel free to reach out again and I'll be glad to connect with you. As always, thanks for joining me today. If you have not subscribed, I want to invite you to subscribe to this weekly podcast and, and again to join me next week and to share this resource with others. And uh, if you want to contact me, if you want to ask a question or suggest a topic, you can email me at thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. That's thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. Thanks again for joining me. Talk to you next week.